Welcome to the Live Love Ministries podcast, a place where we share thoughts, insights, and experiences from the mission field. I'm Eric. I'm Brittany. And I'm Julia. And we're the Live Love Ministries team. All right, welcome back to the Live Love Ministries podcast. We finally have another episode, and we know it's been a while, and uh, we look forward to bringing you some more episodes in the future. Um, but we have a special one today. We are super pumped about it. The Live Love Ministries team has a big announcement, and Julia wants to share that <laughs> announcement with you. Yeah, so we have um, some special guests here, Jordan and Caleb Barton. But the exciting news is that they're not going to be guests for much longer because they are joining our team. Yay! Woo! <laughs> and so... That is the announcement, and it's going to be a whole podcast uh, about that, and we're going to talk to them about some missions calling upon their life and some things like that, but in case you missed it, they are officially coming on board the Live Love Ministries team as full-time missionaries here in Arizona, and so we've went through all the process, they've gone through all the approvals and all that good stuff, and so now it's time to make it official, right? Yeah. And so, you guys excited? Yeah, man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> This is their first podcast episode, and so um, they might be a little nervous. We won't put them on the spot too much. So we just want to have a conversation with you about missions. And so kind of tell us, if you don't mind, uh, a little bit about how you got connected with Arizona in general. Like Now you're moving here, like so that's kind of the, the end. So we told the end to begin with. Now kind of get us up to that point. So how did you first get connected with Arizona, and then we're going to kind of bounce off of each other with some questions after that. So we first uh, came out here in 2016 um, as part of a one-week mission trip with our church. Um, our pastor at the time had been uh, connected with you guys before and uh, <clears throat> had been coming out here and we started supporting you guys and um, you know and then the opportunity came for a short-term mission trip and you know, Kayla and myself, we knew that that was something we had, had an interest in. Um, so when the opportunity opened up, you know, we prayed about it and uh, ultimately, you know, said yes, that we wanted to participate and to come. And, you know, for me, it was a really big step. You know, I'd never been on an airplane before, never been to the airport pretty much. You know, it was... It's local to Kentucky. That, that was it. <laughs> Small town guy. Right, right. And so, you know, it was a big adjustment for me, but, you know, ultimately that was the first trip that really changed my life and, yeah. you know, has led to where we are today. Um, you know, we developed a heart for the people here, for you guys' ministry. Um, and, you know, every time we would come and go, you know, it would just get harder to leave. So we were able to come back, you know, every year um, up until, you know, the COVID year when we couldn't come at all. But, um, you know, every time it just was harder and harder to leave. And, you know, we knew that there's a special place here and a special heart for the area and the people here. Yeah. And I think, too, like, it goes back even before we came to Arizona for the first time, like, my family did such a good job of um, just modeling what it meant to be servants, and um, they, they've always been active in the community as far as um, ministering to people and um, helping people out when they need it, and that's kind of where I developed, I think, my heart for missions, and 
Um, my parents just always taught me to love people no matter what their situation, and that's kind of where it started. And we knew, like, when we got married that um, we felt like God was calling us to something at some point. Um, and we knew we wanted our marriage to honor him, and um, so it kind of started, you know, there. We weren't sure where that would take us, but that's where it began, I think. So. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. So you see the foundation in the family uh, early on in Kayla's story and saying, you know, I, my parents were teaching me what it meant to serve others and uh, to be a follower of Jesus from a young age. And then you have that first uh, short-term mission trip where they're coming. And so all of this is playing together to kind of lay the foundation for this calling upon their life. And so um, I was obviously there the first mission trip. They came out to, to partner with us and Jordan was just, I don't say just, but it was just a team member. I don't mean it just, but like he didn't lead that first trip, right? You guys were, were just coming with a group and they brought a big group that first year. What and did you guys do the first year? We did the school supplies. Yeah. School supplies, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we uh, gotcha. did that. And I think Karen was kind of kind of the head, the leader of right. that because she'd been here before. and. Um, but yeah, we had a big team that yeah. year. Yeah, started. so if you don't know right now, their church that they're talking about always partners with us every year to do the big school supply outreach that we do to all the communities. And so they started, I don't know if it was that year that it's really like officially started, but basically they've their church has been partnering with us to do that every single year. So yeah. that's kind of like that their... That was in 2016? Mm-hmm. Yeah their thing, I guess, if yeah. you will. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, early on when we first had mission teams, people just did random things, you know, and, and we were trying to figure out the kind of the groove of it and where everybody's giftedness was and stuff like that. But after a few years uh, of doing that, people began to see where their giftedness fit and the needs fit and our need for uh, getting into communities fit and their church. Um, like, it just became a part of who they were. Like, it wasn't just something that they did, but serving and, and meeting these needs here uh, became uh, a part of their identity as a church. And and so after that first year, you had a change in pastors at your church. And so your first team, when your your pastor at that point was was there, um, your it, it was a big team. And then the next year, kind of during all that transition, maybe the team wasn't going to be so big. And so then, how did you? What was your role the next year when you guys came? You know, as we you know, became more familiar with it, you know, we kind of started uh, leading the team, you know, to where we were making sure we had the timeline correct, the, all the supplies lined up to be here, be available. Um, you know, and so we just started, um, you know, leading the team and, and ensuring that, you know, not only the – physical needs were met but the the team you know was spiritually prepared to be mm-hmm. here it's not you know any week that we come we would try to reiterate it's not a vacation you know we're here to serve the lord and serve you know the people in the communities we would be going into and and uh, you know it's all for his glory mm-hmm. but uh, you know we would try to to ensure that everybody was was prepared for that as well yeah awesome and so they became the leader of the team from that point forward and just kind of took it and ran with it and it's grown each year um, not necessarily numerically on the team I don't mean that but the impact that it's having in the communities and so what we first kind of started out is 
we thought we were, were just meeting a few needs and some things like that opened the door really to do long-term ministry in a lot of communities. You know, we've had years where we've given away over a thousand backpacks, you know, or as little as four or 500, you know, and so everywhere in between. And so it is a huge part of the ministry now. And so it started out just jumping on board with a team that was already coming and then kind of grew into you guys sort of taking some ownership and leading that team and seeing the need and wanting to be a part of that. And now it's kind of grown to where that's happened several years in a row. And now it's changing your life once more. You know, you, you know, you went from not having been on a plane or been around the airport. <laughs> so that's a big change, right? Like to, to go and do all that, you know, mm-hmm. take that first flight, go to a place where you'd never been, probably not further west than maybe St. Louis or somewhere like that, you know. Um, and now uh, you're moving here. And so what a, what a big change. And so uh, what started out as, we do this often, you know, like God opens the door, gives us opportunity to do something. We think, you know, we'll, we'll do this, but not realizing oftentimes those things are what God uses to totally transform our life, right? When we say yes to serving, we say yes to, to the calling upon our life or to even a specific week, you know, God uses that to reframe our entire, our entire life, you know, uh, and we can... Everybody that's listened to our podcast has heard Julia's beginning story, our beginning story, so we know that. And this is kind of the, the pre-beginning story for you mm-hmm. guys as you come out here. But, but it all kind of resembles one another. You know, like, hey, we, we wanted to serve the Lord. We had a desire to see people come to Jesus. We wanted to be a part of, of getting the gospel where it, it isn't prevalent, and we want uh, to serve others. And then you get opportunity to do so, and then next thing you know, it's totally changing your life. So don't come on a mission trip here unless you want your life to <laughs> And so I'm excited about, uh, you know, you guys and coming on board and we've become friends over the years and, and you played a, a crucial role in, in the ministry every summer, you know, it's been, it's been awesome. And so what do you guys think? You guys have questions for them? Um, well, you know what? I think we didn't really ask them about themselves. So maybe somebody who's doesn't know them maybe they don't know like anything about them like or is it just you two coming or do you have other little friends as well we have a few other little friends okay (laughs) (laughs) we actually um we've been foster parents for four years now um but we've adopted three or almost three of Mm -hmm. our children the last one's in the process but um so they'll be coming with us they're two three and four years old so that'll be um, an adventure for them too. So, um, yeah. All right. And what do you do now? Like, I think a lot of people, when they hear you're coming to the mission field, they think, oh, you're already like a pastor or a youth pastor or in some form of like ministry. But is that what you guys do now? Currently I work at a bank in Western Kentucky. I'm a labor and delivery nurse in Mayfield. so. So awesome. So I think that, I think that is awesome, too, because, like, it kind of debunks, I guess, what people might already have, like, preconceived ideas of, like, what a missionary is or who is called to the mission field. Like, they may think, well, I have a career already doing something else, so God isn't going to call me to that. But it definitely shows, like, no, God can use whatever. Like, each person has different giftings and talents and and you can be called no matter what. Yeah. So, and I think that's right. internally that's something that I don't know about Jordan, but I probably struggled with before we like actually said yes to the call. It was like, well, we're not like youth leaders. We're not pastors. 
you know, I don't have a lot of like special talent. So, you know, what if, what if we say we want to go and they're like, oh, well, you're not really qualified or, <laughs> you know, but I'm learning that, you know, God will create opportunities and he'll use what I, what we can do. And just being here to love on people is kind of what's really important. And so right. you don't have to have any special ability or you just have to love the Lord and love people and that can kind of go from there. Yeah. Okay. And so how many, so we're not going to air this episode until you make the announcement to everybody <laughs> that you're, you're moving to Arizona. So uh, when you hear this, you know, it's going to have been delayed a little bit, but you have told a few people, right? You, you've Correct. told your pastor, you've told some people around your church, your closest friends and your family. That's a funny story of how you told your family. <laughs> I'll let you tell that on a different episode at a different time. Um, but what, what's been the general reaction? You know, when you say, because Brittany just asked you about your career. You have a career. You both graduated from college in a field that not related to ministry per se, you know, right. like, uh, you know, you've, you've worked a couple of different jobs as a couple of different careers and, and you have a job as a nurse and you would always have a job as a nurse, you know, cause that's something that is constantly needed. And so when you begin to tell people, okay, Hey, we are in essence walking away from those careers uh, and going to the mission field. What has kind of been of the few people that you've told up this point, what's been their reaction? Um, Honestly, we've gotten a lot of, well, I'm not surprised. Like, people yeah. know that we have a heart for Arizona and for missions. And, um, and so a lot of people have been, well, we're not surprised. We were expecting that at some point kind yeah. of thing. But um, for the most part, it's been positive. There have been a few people that, you know, don't really understand maybe how being a missionary works. And so they have questions. But for the most part, it's been positive and um People have been supportive. So have you had the same kind of Jordan? You think like same yeah. responses from people? Yeah, and you know it's opened a lot of doors to share about ministry and the yeah. gospel. You know, mm-hmm. um, to people that haven't, you know, that Mark Kayla said don't realize what uh, the mission field looks like here, what yeah. a missionary's life looks like, and so it's opened the door to to share a little bit about that, and you know, ultimately to to share Jesus as well. So yeah. that's that's cool. So say once you make this announcement, you know, like public, you tell everybody, you know, you're going back in, in a few days. You're, they're here in Arizona right now. We're all together in the same room in Arizona. Going to go back in a few days, kind of tell their church, tell their friends, even more, like extended family, so on and so forth. Um, what, what would your reaction be when the first person says, why would you do that? Man, you went to school, you have the job, like just write it out, do the retirement uh, give your kids a stable life, an easier life, live the American dream. Like, what would be your response when somebody, because this is going to happen, right? Like, it, we yeah. know somebody's going to be like, even, even people who profess to be followers of Jesus are going to say, well, that's dumb. Why would you do that? You know, why would you get, give up? And I'm using air quotes for those who can't see me. <laughs> uh, sacrifice. And it's not, again, it's air quotes. Sacrifice all of this to go to the mission field where, your income isn't going to be necessarily stable and or like determined ahead of time uh, where the living conditions are different to where, um, you know, you're going to face some hard stuff and difficult stuff and you're away from family, away from family, you know, kids and their grandparents are going to be separated. Like, so what would be your response to that? I think, you know, 
um, we even like at first we're like this doesn't make any sense like why would we do this you right. know but mm-hmm. like when as a Christian like our worldview and our belief should be that it's not about us and it's not about that American dream and um, letting your kids grow up with everything they want or being comfortable you know it's about Christ and spreading the gospel and loving other people and um, so I mean really the only answer we would have for that is as a Christian like what else would we do you know like not that everyone's called to like leave everything and go to you know across the country or to another country but like even I think we get so comfortable especially there in the Bible Belt where you know there's a church on every corner and um that we forget that there are people who don't have exposure to the Mm -hmm. gospel and um that's what our great commission is, is to take it to them. We don't Mm -hmm. sit there and wait for it to come to, you know, for them to come to us. And, um, so I think really our response would be like, this is, you know, what Christians are supposed to do. Um, it's not about us and God will provide, you know, it won't be easy and it'll be hard, but, um, but we're just going to, it's going to help us grow in our faith too, as far Mm -hmm. as, you know, trusting him to provide for us. Right. And it's not a decision that we just had a dream about and woke up the next morning <laughs> and said, Let's, We're in. Yeah. <laughs> call you up. Hey, we're coming out here. Uh, you know, we, we've prayed about this for a while. And, you know, like Kayla had said earlier, you know, from the first trip out here, is we feel like it was, you know, something that we were open to. And, you know, we didn't want to leave every time. And, you know, um, it's something we really believe God is calling us to do, and you know, through prayer and discernment and time in the Word with mm-hmm. Him, you know, it's the door is opened, and now here we are. You know, we said yes to that call, and yeah, and just had the ultimate peace about that once mm-hmm. once that happened. Yeah. And Kayla, you pointed out something I think is huge. Like, it, it shouldn't be abnormal. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes when you say I'm I'm going to the mission field or ever how you word it, you know, I'm going here or God's called my family here or we're going there, we're taking the kids, all of that. Like sometimes you do get those reactions. People look at you like you have three heads, like what are you doing, you know? But it shouldn't be out of the ordinary for Christians to give their life for the sake of the gospel. Like that that's what we are called to do. And so it should be a normal part of the, and it should be, should be celebrated. Like this is, you know, honoring God, glorifying God, and proclaiming the gospel to people who desperately need it. And so I think that's a key point. This should be normal for Christians to do, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you guys think? They're shaking their heads, both of them. (laughs) Absolutely. No one can Mm -hmm. see you. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so cool. Uh, What other questions we got? How's your, your, I know you've told your pastor. Like how's how's that went? Our pastor's very excited for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are, you know, just this past week I met with him and he said, you know, that's pastor's dream, you know, to mm-hmm. pray for people from the, the church to go be missionaries, to mm-hmm. become young pastors, mm-hmm. you know, s- submit their lives fully to Christ and yeah. surrender to the ministry. Um, you know, he said that's, if there's pastors that aren't doing that, that that's not what they want them, you know, that they might not be the best. (laughs) You know, that's, uh, that's what the church should want to see is people proclaiming others, uh, leading others to Christ and proclaiming him, you know, whether that be near or abroad. And that's our pastor and even our church, even though not everyone knows 
yet um, have been so supportive and they, you know, um, they are supportive of missions and um, yeah. so there's not a doubt in my mind that they will, you know, accept our our calling, I guess, and support us. And mm-hmm. yeah, there will be a few that aren't totally on board with it, but that's, you know, going to be anywhere. But we, yeah. we have a very, like, supportive yeah. church. And it, Again, we should normalize churches sending out people to the mission field, right? Like it should be. And that's cool. To have the support of your pastor obviously is huge. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I don't think you would even be in this position if you didn't have that. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. I know your church is teaching uh, missions and teaching uh, the urgency of the gospel, getting the gospel out, and and what it means to follow Jesus. And so you have it from a, a family level, you know, from understanding that, and then you have the church teaching the truth of the gospel and the Great Commission, and advancing the kingdom of God, and living for the glory of God, and then, so this becomes a natural progression, you know, and so I like that. I, I know that that means a lot to you to have the support of your pastor, and, and like I said, I, I don't think you'll have any, you know, you'll have people who question it, but overall, as your church, is going to be, you're going to be pumped for you. Yeah. So. yeah. So, you kind of answered this, but um, maybe go into a little more, like, detail. So many people are like, oh, I'm passionate about missions, and maybe they come out to Arizona, and they're like, I love Arizona. I'm moving here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm moving here, and then, like, they kind of like, oh, maybe not, but they're like, I'm going to keep coming out. How did you discern between I'm super passionate about Arizona, and I'm going to lead a mission trip out here and be praying for it all year, you know, as you should, to know God is actually calling me to do this, like, for the foreseeable future, possibly for the rest of my life. And then maybe, like, specifically to, like, why Arizona? Does that make sense? I think, I mean, to begin with, we were those people that were like, oh, we're going to move here the first year we came. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have kids. We were newly married. Like, nothing to, like, tie us down except for our family. But um, but I think it was kind of a natural progression from we were passionate about it and, um, you know, over time and, prayer and being in the word and even growing spiritually like personally ourselves growing closer to God and um I think it just kind of naturally developed into um from a passion to a calling and um to a point where it was like okay it's time this is what you know God God's ready to you know for us to make big moves here and um so I think it was just kind of a natural progression from one to the other and it wasn't a quick like overnight thing it was lots of prayer and lots of that's six years years ago yeah Yeah. you like kept pushing towards that thought you didn't like put it in the closet close the door and not gonna think about it right yeah and also what i'm hearing too is like it's not this decision isn't based on emotion right because it's so easy to be here and love it and have those emotions and then try to make a decision based on emotion mm-hmm. and then when those emotions aren't there anymore yeah. you know it's like right. okay then right. I, my desire or passion isn't right. either but yeah. it can like you know come and go and, and so that's the decision isn't an emotional one necessarily yeah. I mean obviously there's some involved but it's not primarily yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and not getting like neither one of us got to come in you know 2020 because of COVID and then in 21, Jordan came and I stayed home with the kids because three toddlers is a lot for someone else <laughs> to take care of. But, um, and like, so me not even getting to come, like, I wasn't having that, like, emotion of just coming home from a mission trip and, 
you know, so it that even kind of made it more real that I was, you know, hey, I wished I was here, and um, that even while Jordan was gone, like God was kind of revealing it to me that you know, this is something, something that I needed to do, yeah, mm-hmm. right, so. yeah. yeah, you know, echoing what Kayla said, you know, not being able to come in twenty twenty, like emotionally, we were like mad (laughs) because you know that's part of our summer um that the mission trip you know we Mm -hmm. we plan our vacations you know first part of the year so we were already off you know Mm -hmm. i already had those weeks off and and then we didn't get to come and um you know thankfully we were still able to send the supplies and i know it looked a little different for you Mm -hmm. guys that year um getting them distributed but um you know, we were very upset that we weren't able to come. And and then, you know, it was like what Kayla said last year, um, I was able to come. And, you know, we kind of talked about, you shared, you know, how we needed help. Yeah. And, you know, I know I talked a little bit about it with you. And then, you know, as soon as I got home, you know, I told Kayla that, you know, this is something that we need to pray about. And I feel like it's something that, you know, it's a definite possibility. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she said, you know, I feel that way too, you know, let's pray about it. And, yeah. and uh, we did for three or four weeks. And and then, you know, that night that I called you and told you that that's what we feel like God's calling us to do. Mm-hmm. And, and then from that point forward, you know, here we are. Yeah. But like I said, you know, we had that ultimate peace, you know, where we're wrestling with is it the right thing? You know, is it an emotional decision or not? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's from the minute we said yes, it's mm-hmm. been, you know, we, just, we have a peace about it and we feel like it's truly what God's calling us to do. Awesome. And it's not something that we're, we're willing in putting God's name on it, right. per yeah. se. And as far as, like, why Arizona, um, I don't know if, like, I guess just this is where... God put us on this path here, you know, I feel like if he wanted us to go to New York or Seattle or, you know, somewhere else, he would have put us in that direction, and so, um, I mean, and we have over the years fallen in love with the diverse um, people groups that is here, and, you know, um, not just Native, but also the refugee ministries that are here, and like, things like that, and so, um, I mean, I just feel like God kind of placed us here specifically, and and I think it's key to for everybody to understand that's listening. Jordan made it, kind of mentioned it there. It wasn't just something we wanted to do and then attach God's name to it. Not only did they seek it out, pray over it, talk to one another. Like obviously, they both sensed the call of God upon their life. That's crucial that they both did, husband and wife. But also throughout this process, there's been affirmation and confirmation from other people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, your pastor other people that you trust, other people that uh, are speaking into your life, um, helping continue to disciple you and grow you. And then even on our end, you know, we, Jordan called and, and, and shared this. And then, of course, uh, I took it and us three talked about it. And also were, were, like, if it was a big no for us and Jordan was like, yes, then we'd have a problem. Or <laughs> we were like, you should come. And he was like, no, then, then we'd have a problem. But it was a, a confirmation across the board. And then once that got the ball rolling, George was like, what do we do? And I don't, I don't know how other mission organizations work, but for ours, it's kind of a, like to come on, it's kind of a longer process. Like we've learned a lot of stuff over the years. And so 
Jordan and Kayla have had every opportunity to kind of back out and say, you're asking a lot of us. And, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, and they haven't along the way. And so like, they have to, to initially get approved by the North American Mission Board to come serve with us. Uh, and, and that takes us some time, and mm-hmm. you have to do a lot of certain stuff to get, get approved by them. Then they have to go through our board of directors. We have a board, and so they have to kind of do an interview with them and share their heart with them, and then again with us, and then continuing uh, uh, along the way. And so they never once shied away from, yeah, man, this is a lot, you know, because sometimes, just like with anything, when people realize, hey, there's work to it, maybe they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm called to that anymore, you know, but they have, they have stayed the course, had confirmation in their home church, from us, from our board, uh, along the way. And so this isn't just like, sometimes Julia talked about how sometimes people will come and be all emotional and I want to move to Arizona. Like, we're usually the ones that pump the brakes on that. Like, hold <laughs> up, you know. Like, we're not have a sign outside that just says, apply within. You know? <laughs> like, nobody asked you to come here. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, we're very, you know, that's time for a different episode. You know, <laughs> how we got to those decisions and the process by which we we do things but again they've had every opportunity to back out and they have and god has continued to confirm it and so they still have some steps ahead uh to to do this is early on when we're recording this it is march and so they're going back to tell their church um and the rest of their family and friends their jobs and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then uh then the support raising starts uh, selling the home they own their own home all of that good stuff and so they've got a lot of things that I, I trust that God will continue to confirm the calling through those things. And uh, we've each of us have dealt with that as well. Like, oh, well, we've got this, we've got this, we've got this. And God continues to confirm that call through those things. And so I'm really excited. And, of course, we love Arizona. So I'm glad you, it was Arizona. <laughs> yeah. and New York's cool, too, or Seattle, but, but Arizona's where it's at. So. A lot prettier. Yeah. <laughs> a lot less rain, a lot more sunshine. What else? What do you guys have any more questions for them? I mean, do you have any more I, questions? I do, I was, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure before the podcast ends that they can maybe share how our listeners, you know, our mm. parents, our <laughs> whoever else we may joke be about. Listening. Hey, we've got over a thousand. Now. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, how. They could be praying for them. Yeah. Um, but if you have more questions, we'll All get to right. that. Yeah. I do end. have a question, and we'll come back to that. Okay. So now, we always talk about how short-term missions and long-term missions are entirely different mm-hmm. things. Like, going on a short-term mission trip is one thing, and it's super beneficial both to the place you're going and to the people you're serving, and also, you know, God uses those. None of us would be here without short-term missions. But there is a definite difference in short-term and long-term missions. You want to hear about it? Go back and listen to one of our podcasts, Five Things Missionaries Wish You Knew. That's a topic we cover in depth in that listen podcast. Listen to both of both. them. Both. Especially the second one. Yeah, both of those things. And so uh, there's a bunch of reasons why it's different. But now you've done the short-term missions multiple times. And you, you've been friends with us long enough to hear about other short-term missions. So you kind of have that picture. What do you think is going to be the biggest maybe adjustment? How do you see those two things being different? Uh, what are you most looking forward to? What are you most nervous about? Just kind of address that issue, how you're now going from one week mm-hmm. to, and I'm going home at home, air quotes again, home at the end of the week, to now this is home. Mm-hmm. What do you see being the different? Like just kind of throw that around and talk about that. I think initially the biggest difference is going to be 
bringing our kids here and having to like when we come on a short-term mission I don't have to be mom for a week like mm-hmm. I just get to be Kayla a follower of Jesus here to serve do whatever mm-hmm. um and so like bringing our kiddos and having to juggle those roles of being a full-time missionary and being mom and with I mean three three little ones they're mm-hmm. they're very needy and not self-sufficient yet so um I think that's going to be the biggest uh, one of the biggest things and not having our we rely on our family very much for support back home to help with the kids and um so not having that um will be a huge a huge um i guess not hurdle but just adjustment adjustment yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah what do you think jordan i think you know you've shared you know this week that we've been here and in the past you know how there's a lot of times you have more hard days than you do mm-hmm. easier days and so think you know at home oh, air quotes home <laughs> we're all about the we air start quotes doing a video podcast? <laughs> <laughs> air quotes yeah. Yeah. back in kentucky you know it's it's easy to get in a routine mm-hmm. um you know to coast per se to where you know get up go to work go to church whatever come home do whatever mm-hmm. um but I think that's going to be, you know, a, a big adjustment here is to, you know, not know what's coming next, mm-hmm. but ultimately, you know, we know God's in control and mm-hmm. that, you know, we're going to have to keep our faith in Him and rely on Him to, you know, provide for us as well as to, you know, get us through the struggles as well as the, the trials and tribulation, but yeah. also the, the, the victories as well. And yeah. so... I think too, like um, at home, having um, that body of believers there to do life with. Um, not that we won't have that here, because we'll have each other, like we'll have you guys, and but just not as big of a surrounding body of believers mm-hmm. is going to be a huge adjustment too. To um, you know, to share, you have to be careful too here. Like when you struggle with things, like you know, there's only so many people that you can share that with as far as like to get past it and not hurt your witness you know mm-hmm. things like that so just having um you know that smaller Maze group of commu- accountability yeah. and you know not that we can't right. still um we'll still be you know a part of our church back home as far as like having them for support but mm-hmm. just doing life with right a smaller mm-hmm. group of believers right. mm-hmm. and i think that speaking to that all of us uh, echo that and still don't have all the answers to that. And so that goes back to what you said, Jordan, trusting God through those moments um, because there's not an easy answer. Because when you go to the mission field, the reason you're going to the mission field is because maybe there isn't a church at all or there's very few bodies of believers or they look entirely different or you're coming in in a totally different role. And so uh, it, it becomes a little bit more difficult to have that sense of community. And so um, I'm I know that, like I said, I don't have the answer to that, but I know that God continues to sustain us through it in those moments we learn to trust Him more. All right, so think about the same question, short-term versus long-term, in relation to the people you're going to be serving in the community. So you come on a mission trip for a week, and let's talk about the mission trip you guys come on specifically with the school supplies. We're in five, six, seven communities, both uh, all but one of them native communities, and then one day in a refugee community. Just bam, 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 bam. And so you get to see those guys for an hour, two hours, three hours, depending on where we are at what point. 
and then we're out, you know. Now we're here after y'all leave and we follow up with all that and we go back. But now you're not leaving. So in relation to, well, you are for after, in a couple of days, but you're coming back. <laughs> in relation to this, how, what are you looking forward to the most? What do you think it'll be like now that you get to, well, I, I don't want to answer your question for you. So just kind of in relation to the people that you're going to be serving in communities. Right. Um, I think one of the biggest things, like, um, when we're here, we don't really, I mean, we meet the people and we get to talk to them a little bit, but then we go home and, I mean, we have built some relationships that, like, we still pray for them, like, while we're gone, and we wonder, we try to check up with you sometimes Mm -hmm. and see how they're doing and things like that, but as far as, like, but then we come back the next year and they probably don't even remember who we are, you know, because... (laughs) Um, but it'll be, um, I guess, exciting to be able to build those relationships and make, you know, make it a solid relationship and mm-hmm. kind of become like someone they can depend on as far as, um, you know, to bring truth and gospel and mm-hmm. um, just building those lasting relationships. Right. Yeah, you know, like you said, Eric, uh, how it's been with our short-term week is, you know, Oh, what's your name? Okay, here's a backpack. Here, what color folders do you want? You know, <laughs> taking them through the line, and then they'll walk off or get in their car and go. Um, you know, I'm excited about looking forward to you know building those relationships mm-hmm. and getting to know people uh, more personally mm-hmm. instead of just surface level. You know, here, thank you for the backpack, mm-hmm. and and go on. It's going to be, you know, know what some of the real struggles are that Mm -hmm. people are dealing with Mm -hmm. and how we can help better meet those needs and better serve them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, since we've been coming for, you know, five, six years, it's, we've seen people grow throughout the year, you know, as far as some of the smaller kids are, you know, teenagers now and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, But, you know, getting able to to know people better and more personal, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's, that's one of the more exciting things that, that we're looking forward to. Yeah, know. for sure, for sure. And uh, yeah, they're uh, talking about those things. Like, you think about short-term missions. You know, you do a lot, but not very deep. You know, in, in a short amount of time. And to where long-term missions, you are literally sharing life with people. You know, you're walking through the, their highs and their lows, and all through it, through it all, you're getting to point them to Jesus. And and you begin you you gain relational equity and relational credibility with people where you can they've seen you more than just that week and you go somewhere else but they see you day in and day out you're not bathing on them you're not running away you're not like this is you know your life now Mm -hmm. and um and it goes uh, a lot further with people and you'll get to see it from a different side uh but you also get to see the the harder parts of it you know we all know that Short-term missions generally goes pretty smoothly. You know, you're here. It's all set up for you when you get here. Um, and you do what you do and you go home. But when you come and you stay, uh, you, you get to experience the whole gamut of, of, of things, good, bad, and indifferent, you know. And so um, I, I, I like it, obviously. Uh, none of us would be here without short-term missions. Um, but I'm looking forward to how God's going to use you long-term. You know, I've seen your gifts and abilities in, in these these windows of, of time, and I'm, I'm excited to see how God's going to use them 
for long term. And so uh, my last question is one, and it's not really for me because we've already answered it, but it's going to be people who, who are listening are going to ask this question. What are you going to do when you get there? So <laughs> everybody asks that question. What are you going to do when you get there? And so to the best of your ability at this point, I know you don't know exactly everything. Let's answer that question for people so that they don't have to call you and ask you. <laughs> Be like, listen to the podcast. It gets us more. It gets us more listens that way. Too. Get the clicks up. Yeah. <laughs> well, ultimately, we're going to be uh, loving Jesus and sharing Jesus. I know that's the uh, the churchy answer, but um, you know, we had, we've had this discussion this week about what we're going to be doing, and so um, I know some of the administrative duties and scheduling and things like that um as well as you know i mean <laughs> it kind of can vary we can be sweeping floors one day and delivering stuff to a community another day so um we're kind of here to do whatever we're needed and mm-hmm. um just kind of be an extra extra pair of hands too so what are you guys most excited about them doing well as jordan alluded to they're very organized and very administrative minded and the three of us are not (laughs) (laughs) and so i think that was also like a confirmation for us too going back to the calling part of it Because we three have been talking about for over a year, I think, oh, yeah, That's way over two a, years, probably. Yeah, about we really need help in this area. And, you know, just praying for that, that mm-hmm. we would um, have that. And then when Jordan called and talked to Eric, I mean, I don't know if Eric sounded excited on the phone or not because I wasn't there Did for the I, conversation. Jordan? But you didn't believe it at first. Yeah. <laughs> but I can so. tell you, we were excited. <laughs> Like, we really hope this is going to work out <laughs> because we do need help. Um, we can only do so much, and um, we know over the years where our giftings aren't, <laughs> and it seems like um, they're going to complement areas that we're not strong in, and you know, maybe vice versa. So, by you, Julia. Well, I was just thinking about this while we were doing the podcast, but. Last week, I was, like, leaving um, a village, and I was like, man, there's just too many little kids here, and I can never talk to the big kids, and it's, like, so frustrating (laughs) (laughs) because they're, like, attached at your hip, and it's nice and all, but if you have, like, a 10-year-old and they're wanting to talk about Jesus, it's, like, really difficult when they're, like, trying to literally jump on your back um, and so I'm excited that Kayla likes working with little kids um, <laughs> and can maybe you know just help out with that because when there are so many kids around it's hard to have like good conversations when there's like one adult in the middle of a circle so mm. yeah I'm, I'm excited that there's another dude you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been outnumbered for a long time Brittany, Julia, Jesse B, and now Jordan's coming. And I mean, we still added another another lady, but at least it, it kind of, I'm not alone, you know. And so I'm I'm pumped about that. But uh, and me too. Now I don't have to lift heavy things all the time and yeah. find tools that I don't know what they look like. And Brittany's always like, things. "Can you get a guy friend?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Let's close with uh, Julia's question early. You want to say, ask it again, yeah. and yeah. then we'll, we'll close with that. Yeah, so obviously people are going to be listening to this in a little bit, even closer to when you guys are getting ready to come out. Um, but just how can everybody just be praying for you and maybe even encourage you if they know you um, that they might not, a way they might not be thinking about? You want to go first? There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, obviously the, the big, the, the general answer is just that we would um, continue to trust God to provide um, as we make this big change. But um, I think personally, um, like one of my things, I'm more introverted and I'm not great at like conversating with people that I don't am not like comfortable mm -hmm. with. And so that God would just like pull me out of my comfort zone and grow me in that area because um, I do want to build those relationships with people. And um I guess help me not be as awkward as I am. <laughs> uh, you're joining a team of awkward people. So, um, you know, just because that is a little bit out of my comfort zone, but that God um, would grow me in that area and um, just make it easier to build those relationships. Okay. Yeah, you know, kind of on the same lines of what Kayla said, you know, that, God would continue to grow me with my relationship with him and that, you know, others would continue to be able to see him through me and everything that we do and that we say. Um, you know, and I, we haven't experienced it yet, but I'm sure it's going to you know, be difficult. And, you know, just any form of encouragement, you know, whether it be we're praying for you or we love you, God, you know, anything like that um, will be appreciated um, once we move uh, mm -hmm. even before then you know we've you know we've got a few things to tie up at, at in Kentucky and um, you know that everything goes smoothly um, you know we have a timeline built in our heads of when we'd like to be here it might or might not be too quick too fast but you know we trust that God's going to work it out and in his timing it's perfect mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he might think that the timeline we've set is not doable. But, you know, if it's not, then it's going to be a reason for that. And, you know, he, he's going to take care of us and, mm -hmm. and provide everything. So That's great. And so they are going to be raising support. So also they didn't mention that. And that's always an awkward thing to mention, a support-raising missionary. Um, so be in prayer for that. If you you'll see once they officially make the announcement and have all of their stuff up and account set up and all that good stuff, you'll be able to find uh, their giving page also on our website, and so you'll be able to support their work there. And so by supporting them, you support the ministry as a whole and the advancement of the gospel here in Arizona and beyond. Um, we serve. Uh, obviously, everybody knows where we serve. If you listen to this, if you don't go to our website, you'll figure it out. Uh, we serve multiple communities. Uh, uh, both here in Arizona and even abroad. And we have some partnerships in, in other countries and stuff. And so uh, by supporting Jordan and Kayla, Brittany and myself, Julia, you are supporting uh, the work of, of God here uh, in the communities in which we serve. And so um, our vision, we always communicate this. Uh, we try to always communicate this. I'm not always the best. And I stutter a lot. But um, anywhere that God gives us a connection, a relationship, we want there to be a consistent gospel presence. And so... All the villages and communities that we work in, we work 
um, to get the gospel there and to keep the gospel there, if you will, consistently, have a consistent gospel presence. And so Jordan and Kayla will be coming on to help that vision uh, continue to become a reality. And so we're excited about that. So congratulations on all the approvals and all that good stuff. And we're looking forward to it. We're praying for the transition as you close out your time there. I know that's a huge, huge closing of a chapter in your life. Uh, and also praying for your family, your parents and grandparents. And so um, as they kind of continue to wrestle with the fact that you guys are, are going to move. Um, but I hope it, even in that they grow and, and see the goodness of God. in it. So, you guys have anything else? Nope. All right. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray for Jordan and Kayla as they come. And we'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Live Love Ministries podcast. We hope it was encouraging, made you think, and broadened your understanding of our mission and the mission of making disciples.